All right, Jabosai, good morning. Begin by uh, by thanking by thanking our sponsors, our Talmud Torah sponsors. First of all, to thank our new Talmud Torah sponsor, Baruch Meir and Rina Dubin. Thank you for your sponsorship of all the Shurim and Trashos this month. A beautiful dedication. May Hashem continue to protect our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. And may all of our children remain safe and complete their year of learning with a deep connection to the land and Hashem's Torah. Truly beautiful. Thank you. To Naftali and Chavi Tilson from Eretz Yisrael. Also dedicating all the Shi'urim and Drashos this month with a special thank you to Rabbi Naftali's friend Benjamin Wall for introducing him to the Daf. May Hashem bless us all to finish the Daf Yomi cycle together and celebrate with the Sim together in Eretz Yisrael with Machakara Satov. Amen. To thank Mark Karstadt for dedicating all the Shi'urim and Drashos this month. I should give out of New York. For in memory of his mother, Chana Bas Shragai, Zichron Livracha. And to thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Leah Soul, in memory of her mother, Marguerite Streit, in commemoration of her ninth yard site. And our Week of Learning sponsor, Jeff and Karen Cohn, in commemoration of the yard site of Mayor Oxman, Mayor Ben Mordechai, Zichron Livracha. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshama should have an Aliyah, the families in Nechama, there should have Hashem be peace in Eretz Yisrael and our children together with all of our brothers and sisters who are there. Should have Hashem have a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Shmira, His divine providence, His watchfulness, and Mirat Hashem in these days ahead. All right, Tebos, let, let, us, let us begin. So we are picking up Mirat Hashem, today's daf. Islamic Bay's 32. So a lot to do today. A beautiful, beautiful Gemara ahead of us. Hopefully a little bit of halacha as well if we have time. So we are picking up today's daf, as I mentioned before, Islamic Bay's 32. And we are picking up Emir Tzashem Amrulay. We kind of left off in the middle of a discussion over here. It's a two, four, six, eight, nine lines up from the bottom on 31B. Says the Gemara. So the Rabbanon ultimately said to Rabbanon, so also, so remember again, we're in the middle of a discussion over here regarding the Kiddushin, right? Regarding the washing of the hands and feet. And again, a couple of different, a couple of machlokism are happening over here. Machlokis number one is in general with that first tefillah. But also remember again, we've already established that how many immersions in the mikvah are there in Yom Kippur? Five, right? And how many Kiddushin? Kiddushin Raglayim? 10. So remember, again, we pointed out that out of those five, four of the five are the same in that they are done where? Little Chazara? Beisah Parva. Good, excellent. Meaning they're done by the Mikvah by Beisah Parva, which is in the Kodesh. The first immersion is done by the Shar Hamayim, where it has a Mikvah ultimately, again, that's in the Chol. So we have a, so we have a couple of things happening over here. So number one, is there a Kiddush Adayim Raglayim before that first immersion? That, that, that's kind of question number one. The Mishnah did not mention it explicitly. The child does it exist or not. And issue number two is in general the order of Kiddush Adayim Raglayim. Does Kiddush Adayim Raglayim happen? Remember, here, here's what we know. Generally, you're, you're sanctifying your hands and feet twice. Once, bef- once as you're changing your clothes and once after you change into the new clothes. But the Shaila is... When is it happening? For example, does it happen before you, t- before you call it disrobe? And then you disrobe, go to the mikvah, get dressed, happens again, and then, and then you wash again? Or does, or, does the, or does the washing happen before you disrobe, and then again before you get dressed? So even if you agree that there's a Kiddush Naim 
on both ends of this process, the disrobing and the redressing. So the shaila just is where exactly is it placed in that process? So Amalid Rabbanu the Rapapa, Umi Matzis Amritachi. So the Rabbanu is about to Rapapa Rapapa. Can you take this position? I was just on yesterday's Dafa Tanya. Persu Sudden Shabbats. Mishnah said that they would spread out the linen sheet in between the coin and the rest of the people. So the Yamara says, Pashat the Yarat, the coin will say the coin would take off his clothing, go into the mikvah. Tava va'alag, tava va'alag, he would go to the mikvah, immerse in the mikvah, come out, nistapik, dry off, we saw Rashi by wrapping himself in the towel. Hevi'ulo big days of, so we'll say this, this just you understand, this is a reference here to the first immersion, to the first immersion. They would then bring him out big days of, big days of were the golden clothing, those are the regular clothing of the Kohen Gadol. The Kidi Shiyadav and he would sanctify his hands and feet. So both say, according to Tanakamo, the way it's working is, you go to the mikvah, you put on the gold clothing, and then you do Kiddush Adayim V'raglayim. Rabbi Meir Omer, no. Pashat the Kiddush Adayim V'raglayim. Now, I'll say, here we go. Rabbi Meir holds that when, when he takes off his clothing, now, I'll say, I want to point out, remember, in, in, in the first Tevila, right, when the Kohen disrobes, what is the Kohen, what is the Kohen Gadol wearing? What is he wearing? Big Day Chol. Right, I'm pajamas, right. He's, 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 he's wearing regular clothing. Right, he's wearing regular, this is not quite a clothing yet. Rabbi Mary, interestingly enough, says, So what happens is as follows. He wakes up in the morning, gets dressed in regular clothing, goes to the Shar Hamayim, goes to the Mikvah. What does he do? Pasha takes off his clothing, then washes his hands and feet. Yarad Vitabal goes to the Mikvah, comes out, Allah and Estapeg dries off. Hevilo big days of, they bring him gold clothing. Lavash, he gets dressed. The Kiddish Yadav Viraglov. And then he goes ahead and he washes his hands and feet. So both say, so according to Rabbi Mayer, the order is, the order is interestingly enough, take off old clothing, Kiddush Adayim Viraglayim, Mikvah, wear new clothing, and then Kiddish Adayim Viraglayim. That's according to Rabbi Mayer. To which the Gemara said, they said to him, look, that's not the version of Rabbi Meir we have, but if that's the version you have, then it must be an authoritative version. So says the Gemara, Bishlam Rabbi Meir, Hayod the Mishkach, So say, listen to this. According to Rabbi Meir, now say, now here's what I want to point out. The, the major point of contention, as I mentioned before, is there's two issues here. Issue number one is when exactly is Kiddush Adayim Raglayim done? But the more acute issue right now is, is there a Kiddush Yadayim V'raglayim prior to the first Tevila? According to the Tanakama, it does not sound like, it's according to the Rabbanon, it sounds like there's no Kiddush Yadayim V'raglayim prior to the first Tevila. Rabbi Meir explicitly says now that what? There is, right? According to Rabbi Meir, change out of his regular ordinary clothing, Kiddush Yadayim V'raglayim, go to the mikvah, come out, Get dressed, big day zav, and kiddush daim ragalayim again. So according to Rabbi Meir, hainu demeshkachas asar kiddushin top of lamedays. So we'll say according to Rabbi Meir, who has that first kiddush daim ragalayim, then the number ten makes sense. We have ten complete sanctifications. El rabbanon tishahavu. Rabbi here's the problem. According to the rabbanon, there's if you count them up. There's only nine Kiddush Adayim V'raglayims, right? Because remember, the Rabbanon do not have that first one prior to the first immersion. What's going on over here? Amr the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon will say, no, there's another one. Kiddusha Basra. There is one last Kiddush Adayim V'raglayim all the way at the end of the day. Kipashit Big Day Kodesh, the lavish Big Day Chol Avidle. Avidle Hasan. Also listen to this. The Rabbanon will say there's one more. 
at the end of the day, when the Kohen Gadol is done with the Avoda, he changes out of the big day, he changes out of the big day, out of the big day kuna, he goes ahead and he puts on his big day chol, and there is one last Kiddush Shedayim Vraglai in there. Take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Kiddush Basra. Kishagamar Avodas Kol Hayom Oposhet Big Day Kodesh Velovish Big Day Chol. Avodlei Hasam. Kishabal Livshot Big Day Kodesh Tilididan Svirulon. Kiddush Chad Apshita. Vichad Alavisha. So we'll say, listen to this. So according to the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon will say, in the last, when the Avod is over, and the Klingodal takes off his Big Day Kuhuna, when he takes off those, those clothing, with that clothing, he does Kiddush Adayim Vraglayim there before he gets dressed again in his own personal clothing. So Rashi ends off over here and says, because according to the Rabbanon, there's Chad Apshita V'chad Alavisha. The way you do it for Kiddush Adayim Vraglayim is you wash once when you undress and wash once when you get dressed. Well, Rabbi Meir, Lo Mekadish Midi, Shari'enu Ba'lil Bosh Be'idei Kodesh. So we'll say here's the point of contention. You see, according, Rabbi Meir does not hold of that last Kiddush Daim Raglan. Rabbi Meir holds, this is really fascinating, at the end of the day, when the Avodah is over, and the Kohen Gadol is taking off his Big Day Kahuna, and going to dress in his Big Day Chol, regular clothing, is there a din of Kiddush Daim Raglan? The Rabbanon will say, Yes. And Rabbi Meir will say, no. Rabbi Meir says, the din of Kiddush Ha'am is only when you are getting into Big Day Kuhuna. But if you're done and getting into Big Day Chol, no Kiddush Ha'am Raglaim. So therefore, both say, they agree, Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanon agree, on nine of the ten Kiddush Ha'am The Machlokis is in number ten. According to Rabbi Meir, number ten, which is really number one, is going to be all the way in the beginning. All the way in the beginning. In the first thing in the morning, when the Kohen Gadol is undressing from his Big Day Chol, he's about to go into the Mikvah, Kiddush Ha'am the Rabbanon saying, no, there's no Kiddush Ha'am there. So the Rabbanon's number 10 will be all the way at the end of the day. Kohen Gadol is finished. He's taking off the big day kahuna. He's about to get dressed into his own clothing. Kiddush Ha'am Good. So the good news is the number, Baruch Hashem, the number is going to be the same. Everybody agrees. The number is going to be 10. Just machlokis as to when one of them takes place. Beautiful. Turn around on Uba Aaron, Uba Aaron Eloah Moed. Lama Huba. Supposed to listen to this. When the Pasuk says Aaron will come to the Oel Moed, why is he coming? Right? What, what, what's the purpose of the century now? Just to understand the Gemara. Look here. Uba Aaron Eloah Moed. Neymar Acher Shegamar Haktores. Umatan Domim Par Visar. So we'll say this Pasuk is mentioned after the Kitores service and after the blood applications of the blood of the of the power and the sire. So the Gemara asks, Lama Huba, why is he coming back into the Mikdash? In other words, he's finished already. He did what he was supposed to do. Look at Rashi. Lama Huba El Hechal Hare Gamar Avodosov Mikrozelo Piresh So the passage just tells him that Aaron comes into the base of Mikdash. But again, or into the Mishkan, but at the end of the day, he already did the Avodah, he already did the Matandam, the blood application, he already did the Kitoras. So why is he coming, quote unquote, back? To which the Gemara says, Lama Huba, Eno Ba'el Lahotzias Kav Ve'esamachta. But it's very interesting to teach me the following. To teach me that Halacha Lamaisa, by the Kitoras offering, the way it works is as follows. Obviously, we're going to spend some significant time on this later on in the Masechta, but the Kohen Gadol would go in, remember again, with the shovel. Right, I should say the fire pan which had the coals and the ladle which had the ketoras. Remember, we're going to both say one of the points of contention between the tzedukim and the prushim, right? Between the tzedukim and the and the and the, the, the believing Jews, 
was the Tzedukim believed that the Ketores had to be spilled over the coals outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And of course, our Masoda is not like that. The Ketores is spilled over the coals in inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So interestingly enough, what the Gemara is learning us, what Torah is learning us to is, the Kohen Gadol would go ahead and put the fire pan that now had the Ketores on it on the poles of the Arod. We'll see this inside. And he would leave it there. He would leave and then he would come back later on. So when the Pasuk says, Uba Aron that was to retrieve the, the Ketores, the fire pan of Ketores from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. To which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, because uh, in general, in Parshas Achremos, the Avodah of Yom Kippur is generally mentioned in the proper chronological sequence, Chutz Mi Pasuk Zeh, with the exception of this Pasuk. So my time, well, what's the reason for this? Amrav Chista, Gemiri, Chamish Tevilos, Va'asare Kiddushin Tova Kohen Gadol, Umekadish Bobayom. So let's listen to this, for one simple reason, that, that we've learned before, going back, this, this back, this back to our regular sugya, that the Kohen Gadol goes to the Mikvah, five immersions in the Mikvah, ten Kiddushin over the course of the day, Ve'ike Sidron, but if the Pesukim were to be written in the normal order of the Avodah, Lo Meshkachas Luhu Ela Shalosh Tevilos, Bishisha Kiddushin. You would only find in the order of the Pesukim three immersions and six Kiddushin. Good. So therefore I will say, the Torah, it's interesting. So the Torah writes the Avodah out of order in order to go ahead and safeguard the number or that, that we could clearly see the number of Tevilos and Kiddushin. Very interesting. Tanya, Amr Yehuda, says, How do I know? How do we know that the Kohen Gadol immerses in the mikvah, immerses in the mikvah five times and does ten kiddushin? Right? From, from where do I know that? So the Gemara says, Lomar, Uba Aaron El Oel Moed, Upashat is Big Dehabad, Verachat Bisaro Bamayim Bemakom Kadosh, Velavash Begadav, so we'll say, listen to this. So we'll, 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 we'll discuss this drasha in a bit more depth in just a moment. But now with the Gemara's transitioning a little bit is doing the following. We've established so far that there are five immersions in the mikvah, ten kiddushin. Right? We've established so far that everybody agrees with ten kiddushin. The only point of contention is when exactly one of them occurs, right? Remember, again, I want to point out, there's no machlokis regarding nine of them. There's only machlokis about number, we'll call it number one and number 10, right? What, what's number one, what's number 10? But again, leaving that aside, interesting enough, the Umar is not trying to figure out, but where does the source for this come from? So Rabbi Huda understands as follows. Rabbi Huda says, Uba Aaron al-Omoid, Upashat is big diaba. So Pasek says, Aaron will come to the Omoid, he'll take off the linen clothing, but Achaz makom kadosh, he'll, he'll literally wash his flesh, he'll go to the mikvah in a sanctified place, he'll once again redress, and he will go out and do the service. What do we learn from here? And I will say what that Pase teaches us is that interestingly enough, when you go ahead and shift from one avoda to another, it requires a tevila. Now we're going to see it's not just shifting from one avoda to another, but it's also what? Wardrobe change. Wardrobe change. That whenever there is, which, which by the way, we're going to see they're, they're one and the same. They're one and the same. That whenever there's a wardrobe change, slash A, slash A, oh, so just a reminder to shut off your, your ringers. That ultimately, again, when a person goes ahead and shifts from one avoda to another avoda, ultimately, again, it requires immersion in the mikvah. 
Amar Rebbe, so Rebbe says, well, so that's Rabbi Yehuda. So Rebbe says, Minayin l'chamish tevilos v'asr kiddushin shetova koin gadol mekadish bovayom. So we'll say, now Rebbe has the same discussion, right? Now, again, here's what's interesting, is we're working a little bit backwards. First, we establish the facts. Well, Gemara often works this way. First, we establish the facts, and then we go in and try to figure out how we know the facts. So we've established the facts, five tevilos, Ten Kiddushin, where do we know it from? So Rabbi Huda gave his Rasha, comes along Rebbe. Amr Rebbe, Rebbe says, Minayin l'chamish tevilos v'asari Kiddushin. How do you know that there's five tevilos and ten, sanct- and ten sanctifications? Shetol v'alkoin gadol, umekadish v'ayom. Shnei emar, kisones bat kodesh yilbash, umichnesei bat yiwa b'saro, ubaavneit bat yachgar, uvemesnefes bat yitznof, big day kodesh heim, Interestingly enough, Rabbi quotes the Pasek, speaking about the unique big day kahuna of Yom Kippur. Remember again, Kisun is bad, Rabbi is linen. As, as opposed to the rest of the year, when the Kohen Gadol would wear big day zav, he'd wear special gold clothing that's very unique to the Kohen Gadol. On Yom Kippur, he wears bad, he wears linen, simple white linen clothing. So Rabbi, so Rabbi quotes this pasuk of wearing linen clothing, and then the end of the pasuk says, And he will go ahead and wash his flesh in water, go to the mikvah, and wear them. What do you learn from here? So we'll see exactly how Rebbe learns this out from that Pasuk, because it's not immediately clear what, what the drasha is, except that the Pasuk says, except that the Pasuk says that, that there should be a button on the side, except uh, just, if you, oh, it's not you. All right, good. I was say just, if everybody could just check, I'm sorry, much. I'm looking at you. I owe you a bracha. Kaddish Baruch Hu should bench you and your mishpacha with incredible years of mazel, bracha, and hatzlacha. Amen. So the Gemara says as follows. So the Gemara says as follows. I'm sorry? It's yours. <laughs> so, so the Gemara says as follows. I don't want to say just whoever it is. Mirat Hashem shall have incredible bracha, but please switch it to vibrate. Says the Gemara. So the, the Gemara says as follows, that whoever goes ahead and goes from one, from one avoda to another avoda requires tevila. Now both say, so we're going to see exactly, we're going to see exactly where this is, what, what this is, what the drusha is over here. Because remember, all I go ahead and, all I go ahead and learn from this is that halacha lamaisa, is that halacha lamaisa, he has to go to the mikvah. How I know that this means between one avoda and another avoda remains to be seen. Va'omer, and the Pasuk says, big day kodesh heim. So we'll see, here's what's interesting. After the Torah goes ahead, and here we go, we get to develop the drush a little bit more. After we go ahead and we see that the coin wears linen clothing, it uses the phrase, Big day kodesh heim. They are big day kodesh, and we learned from here. It teaches us ultimately again that all of the begadim are compared to one another, right? So all of the begadim are compared to one another, and therefore I both say because so therefore every single time you experience a change in clothing, ultimately again you have to go to the mikvah. So what's interesting is as follows. The svara, the svara is always the same, which is the change in clothing and change in wardrobe, by definition, necessitates a tefillah and a mikvah. All that's happening over here is Rabbi Hud and Rabbi are just quoting it from different psukim. The chamesh avodos, and Rabbi say, by the way, this is actually very interesting. There are five avodos over the course of Yom Kippur. What are they? Tamid shal shachar, the morning tamid. The big day zav. And that's done with gold clothing. So Rabbi remember again, gold clothing is what? Is what? 
the regular, normal clothing of the Kohen Gadol. And the reason you wear that for the carbon Talmud is because, remember, the carbon Talmud is not a Yom Kippur Avoda. That's a daily Avoda, therefore wear the daily clothing. Avoda Sagam Big Laban, anything to do with Yom Kippur, any, any Avoda of Yom Kippur, by definition, is done with white clothing, linen clothing. Elo Ve'ela'am, his ram, and the ram of the people, the big days of, that's done ultimately with gold clothing. Kaf umachta the big day laban. So the retrieval of the ladle and the firepan from the base from, from the kodesh kadoshim done the big day laban. Tamid shabin arbayim the big days of and the tamid shabin the afternoon tamid big days of. So we'll say very easy way to remember it. Anything that's part of the daily avoda, gold clothing, regular everyday clothing. Anything that's part of Yom Kippur, white clothing. Shekol tevila utevila. I'm sorry, uminayin. Shekol tevila utevila. Tzricha shnei And I will say, how do you know that every immersion in the mikvah requires two sanctifications? Requires two, right? Requires two kiddushin. Tamad lomar upashat verachatz verachatz velavash. So we'll say it's interesting that if you look at the lashon of the pesukim, the lashon of the pesukim is upashat verachatz. So you'll go ahead, undress, wash. Rachat v'lavash, wash and get dressed. So the juxtaposition of those phrases, upashat v'rachat v'lavash, kind of rachat goes in both directions, attaches itself to both parts, teaching us that a rechitza is necessary when you undress as well as when you dress. Rabbi Elias, Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Kavachomer, he says it's a Kavachomer, Uma b'makom shein ta'on tevila ta'on kiddush, so let's listen to this Kavachomer. If in a situation where you don't require immersion in a mikvah, you still always require kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. I will say, remember again now, what is this referring to? This is the sogi we just had. I will say, remember again, we saw a Mishnah that said, every single time you come to the Beis HaMikdash, right, to do the avoda, you must immerse in a mikvah. So I will say, remember again, we passed in that, what's the nature of that immersion? We saw the Ramam, what's the nature of that immersion? Midrabanan. Right, midraisa, if you know, if you're a Kohen and you show up for the avoda and you know that you're Tawar, you know that you're tar, you do not need to go to the mikvah. We happen to pass in like Rabbi Huda that it's a srach, it's a srach tvila. Now go to the mikvah when you come to the Yisrael because in the event that for some reason you forgot about some type of tumah, you'll go to the mikvah, you'll immerse, it'll jog your memory. But midda oraisa, if a Kohen shows up in the Beis HaMikdash and he is certain about his tar status, he does not require immersion in the mikvah. Now what does he require? What does he require? Kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. You always, meaning you can't, you cannot operate in the Mikdash. First thing you do when you come to the Mikdash and you're reporting for duty is you wash your hands and feet. So it says, the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, it's Kavach If in a situation where you don't require immersion in the Mikvah, which is just a Stam day in the Vesa Mikdash, when you show up and you know that you're Tar, yet Ta'un Kiddush Kiddush, in a situation where you do require Tevila, which Rabbi says, for example, Yom Kippur, where the Torah says explicitly that tevila is required, then ultimately again eno din shetaun kiddush. Then certainly one is going to go ahead and require require kiddush adayim v'raglayim. To which the Gemara says imal lahalon kiddush echad afkan kiddush echad. Well, if that's the case again on a regular day. All you have to do is one sanctification of your hands and feet. So by Yom Kippur, I should also only have to do one sanctification. Tamad Lomar, Uba Aron of Oa Moed, Upashat is big de Habara Sharlavash. Ma Tamad Lomar Sharlavash. I will say, why does the Pasik have to say Aaron will come and he'll take off the linen clothing that he was wearing? Why does it have to say that he was wearing? Klum Adam Poshet Elamasha Lavash. 
Does a person take off anything that he's not wearing? Obviously, if, it's, if you tell me he takes it off, that means that he's wearing it. So why is that phrase, Asher Lavash, necessary at all? Ela lahakish pshita lelevisha. Rather, I will say it is coming to go ahead and equate lepshita lelevisha. It's coming to equate ultimately again undressing with dressing. Ma lelevisha taon kiddush. Just like when he gets gets dressed, everyone agrees that he has to sanctify his hands and feet. Af pshita taon kiddush. So too, when he undresses, it requires kiddush as well. So going back to the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. So we'll say, so now we have a machlokis Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi. Now the good news is, it's not a machlokis about facts, right? The facts, the facts are the same. Namely, five tevilos, ten, ten kiddushin, right? And we also agree that there is kiddush when you undress and kiddush when you dress. Now there might be a, still a machlokis about exactly the timing, right? How, how does that work? Is kiddush done before you undress, after you undress, is Kiddush done before you dress, after you dress? Okay, so that, we'll, we'll, we'll iron that out. But the good news is everyone is agreeing on the fact. The Machlokes really is the drasha, right? Where, where are you learning that out from? So Gemara revisits Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Minayim v'chamish tevilos ha'asara kiddush shetavo ba'en koin gadol, omekadish ba'ayom. Rabbi Yehuda says, from where do I know, from where do I know that the queen gadol does five immersions and ten kiddushin. So the Gemara says, Tamal Omar, Uba Aaron, Elo Amoid, V'rachat is Bisarab Amayim, B'makom Kadosh. So we'll say we learned from that Pasuk, Halamarata, Shekala Mishchana Me'avodah, Avodah Ta'un Tevila. So we learned from that Pasuk, I will say, from the fact that it says that Aaron will come to the Amoid and he will, he will immerse in the Mikvah, that teaches us that what? Whenever you go from Avodah to Avodah, it requires immersion in a mikvah. So the Gemara says, Ashkichan, this is actually very interesting, Ashkichan, me big day lavan, le big day zahav. I only know, <coughs> I only know when you are going ahead and going from big day lavan to big day zahav. I, that, that, that's all I know. When you're going ahead and going from literally again, the linen clothing to the golden clothing. Me big day zav le big day lavan me nine. How do I know that even when he's changing from big day zav to big day lavan? How do I know that that's true? So Tana de Rabbi Shmuel Kabachomer. So we'll say so. The Rabbi Shmuel said it's a Kabachomer. Ma big day zav shein bahen shein koin nichnas bahen lifnai velifnim taun tevilas. We'll listen to this. So Tana so the Rabbi Shmuel says as follows. He says it's a Kabachomer. What's the Kabachomer? When it comes to big day zav, golden clothing, she'in koin nichnas Remember, we're going to discuss this. The koin gadol is not permitted to wear golden clothing into the kodesh hakadoshim. Now we'll discuss the reason for that. Is why there's a concept called in kategar sanegar. The prosecutor cannot become the defense attorney. Gold is always mirames to the chita egel. Gold always elicits memory of the golden calf. So on the day. When the Kohen Gadol is representing Am Yisrael in the pursuit of forgiveness, we do not want to bring up any past collective sin. So therefore, again, when it comes to the golden clothing, the Kohen Gadol never wears that into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Ta'un Tevila. Yet halacha lamaisa, when you go ahead and you put on the golden clothing, you have to immerse in the mikvah. Big day lavan. Shenichnas v'hen lefnai v'lefnim. Eino din shetaun tevila. 
then all the more so when you put in, when you put on big day lavan, which Rosh Hashanah say you can wear into the Kodesh Hakadoshim, certainly requires tefillah. So we'll say pretty solid kavachomer, right? So, I, so again, kavachomer teaches me that if I need it for big day zav, I certainly need it for big day lavan, which halacha lamaisa can be worn into the Kodesh Hakadoshim. To which the Gemara says, "Ikela mifrach." One could ask a question. One could ask a pircha on this kavachomer. Mala big day zav shekain kaparasan meruba. We'll say, at the end of the day, it's true. Whereas you are not allowed to go ahead and wear your big day zav into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And on one hand, perhaps you could say that could point to the fact that the big day lavan have greater sanctity. The big day zav still have greater sanctity. Why? Shekaparasa meruba. Because we'll say 364 days out of the year, that's the clothing the Kohen Gadol wears to achieve kapara. So while it's true that on one day, the Kohen Gadol can't wear the big day Zav in, in, in the service, the rest of the year he does. So we'll say that Lashon of Kaparasan Meruba, it, it, it affects an incredible amount of Kapara. Perhaps that makes that, those clothing, that makes the golden clothing more chashub than the white clothing. So the Kavachomer does which we'll say, so it's like a fascinating idea that you see that on one hand, big day, big day love, right? The white clothing, you, it's, it's the Kohen Gadol's entry ticket into the holiest place in the world on the holiest day of the year, which is incredible. So you would think that makes it, that makes it more holy. Yet the Gemara says, that's true, but the big day Zahav is used each and every day to affect Kapara besides Yom Kippur. So we'll say, it almost, it almost begs the question, like from a Hashkafic perspective, so what's considered to be a greater accomplishment? Is it a greater accomplishment to do one thing of epic proportions, or is it a greater accomplishment to do smaller things, but to do them each and every day? So isn't that the distinction between the big days of and the big day lavan, right? The big day, the big day lavan, incredible, incredible. It allows the Kohen Gadol entry into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the holiest spot on the holiest day of the year to perform the Avod of the Kitaris. That's great, that's great. But the big day zav, allow the Kohen Gadol ultimately again to function and to do his work and to be the best version of himself each and every day. So which one is more Kodesh? Which one is holy? And I will say, I just want to point out the Gemara argues both sides. But I think a lot of times we think about this even just from our own lives. You know, all of us want to accomplish something great. All of us want to know that our lives mattered. I want to know that I did something in this world. I want to know that somehow my existence was impactful. So how do you measure impact? Is impact measured by accomplishing that one thing that's going to forever change the course? I don't mean to change the course of the world. I mean, but change, to accomplish that one thing, is, is, success, is success measured by, by that moment of going into the Kodesh HaKadoshim? Is success measured by that incredibly spiritually heroic thing that you did in that one moment? Or is success measured by living a life of sustained growth each and every day? Is success measured by big day lavan? Or success measured by big days of, and again, you see from the back and forth in the Kavachomer, there is not there's not really a right and a wrong. It's two it's two sides of the coin. And of course, the real answer is what's the real answer? Both. Right? The real answer, as I will say, is that remember the coin Gadol wears big days of and big day love on that that that's the truth. So the answer is, of course, we 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 are given those opportunities and those moments to do something dramatic and overwhelming, and overwhelming. And ultimately, again, and, but yet, 
more times than not, we're given the opportunity just to wear big days off to do beautiful, even smaller things day in and day out. Incredible. Says the Gemara, Elenafka lemi the Rebbe. So the Gemara says, rather, I must say that the drasha of Rebbe works better than the drasha of Rebbe Yehuda. Good. Amar Rebbe, minayin lechamish tebilos, asar kiddushin. So we'll say, now the Gemara goes back and revisits Rebbe's drasha. So Rebbe says, from where do we know that, again, you have to immerse five times and do ten kiddushin? Shadobah and koin gadol, umekadish bobayom, tamad lomar, kisones bat kodesh yilbash. Ultimately, again, the Pasuk says, he shall wear a linen garment. So we'll say from here we learn that if you change from one avoda to another avoda, that requires tevila. So remember again, this is Rebbe, this is Rebbe's drasha. Kison is bad kodesh, yilbash, and then remember the end of that Pasuk is, He'll go ahead and, and immerse in the mikvah and get rest. So from here, Rebbe learns, that whenever you shift from one avoda to another avoda, it requires to be on a mikvah. So Ashkichan me big days of the big day lavan. Shabbos say, I understand. So this pasuk teaches me that Allah So when you switch from gold clothing to white clothing, you go out and you do you do a mikvah. You immerse me big day lavan the big day zav But how do I know that when I'm going from big day lavan? To big days of that I have to go to the mikvah. So Tana Devi Rabbi Shmuel Kavachomer. It's Kavachomer. It's the Kavachomer. My big day love and shein kaparasa meruba to unin tevila. When it comes ultimately again to big day love on. Now I will say here again. Here's here's the opposite argument. But big day love on shein kaparasa meruba. They don't affect a lot of atonement. Now, what does that mean? It means that big day lavan are only used one day out of the year, and not even for the entire avoda of the day. They're used for the entire avoda of Yom Kippur, but not all of the avoda on Yom Kippur itself. So the majority of the, of the Kohen Gadol's avoda is affected with big day zahav. Yet, again, even though big day lavan, which don't affect a lot of kapara, tune into the law, require immersion in the before we're putting them on, Big days of shekaparas maruba eno din shetun and tevila. That big days of ultimately again, which do affect an incredible amount of an incredible amount of kapara, should certainly require tevila. Igel mifrach, but there's a piracha malah big day lavan shekei nichnas bohan lefnai velifnim. I would say at the end of the day, big day lavan are different. Why? Because big day lavan are how you enter into the kodesh hakadoshim. So ultimately, again, because you're able to enter into the Kodesh HaKadoshim with Big Day Lavan, therefore, Halacha Lamaisa, again, perhaps they possess a greater level of Kiddusha. The Gemara says, Hainu Diktani, Va'omer Big Day Kodeshim, Verachatz Es Bisarabamayim Ulaveisham. And this is the meaning of the Drash that Rabbi said. It says, Big Day Kodeshim, the Big Day Lavan are Big Day Kodesh. Ultimately, again, you will wash your, your right to go to the mikvah and then you will get dressed. Good. The Chamesh Avodos says, so we'll say, so again, it's just the Gemara, all the Gemara did was just repeat the same drushes of Rabbi and Rabbi Huda, go through them a little bit and explain how each of them arrive at their respective positions through the drushes. But to be clear, the respective positions are the same. Five Tavilos, Ten kiddushin, just a question of the drasha. The Gemara said the chamish avodosin. So remember the Bryce said before there are five avodos during the day of Yom Kippur. What are they? Tamid shal shachar, the morning tamid, big, big, big days of, and that's done. Coin Gadol does that wearing gold clothing. Avodas hayom, the avod of Yom Kippur itself, the big day lavan, that's white clothing. Elo ve'elam, the coin Gadol's ram and the ram of the people, the big days of. Kafu machta, the retrieval of the spoon or the ladle and the fire pan from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The big day lavan, white clothing. Tamish Abayim, the afternoon Tamish, the big day zahav. 
And how do I know that every immersion in the mikvah requires two sanctifications? In other words, we'll both say that every time you immerse in the mikvah, remember, when am I immersing in the mikvah? Whenever there's a change of avoda. Whenever there's a change of avoda, there's also a change of wardrobe. So how do I know that when I immerse in the mikvah, because of change of avoda, change of wardrobe, that there's also two kiddushin, two sanctifications, one, one before, see, the way you could say it is, one before immersion and one after immersion. But again, just, I know I've said it a number of times, just to say it once more, but then the shaila becomes, when exactly are you doing the kiddush? Is the kiddush done before you undress, after you undress? Is the second kiddush done before you dress or after you dress? So, Tamud Lomar, upashat verachatz, verachatz belavash. Because we'll say the Pasuk says, he shall undress and wash. He will wash and get dressed. To which we're but one second, but that phrase is mentioned in the context of the mikvah. It's not mentioned in the context of Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim, to which the Gemara says, Me'ino inyon l'tvila, dinaf galemi bigdei kodesh heim. I'll say, if I don't need it for tvila, because remember again, tvila, I already learned, because by tvila it says, bigdei kodesh heim, verachatz bisaro bamayim. So I already learned the obligation of tvila from there. So therefore, teneu inyon l'kiddush. Ultimately, again, you could utilize it for Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim. So we'll say, if the Torah is speaking about Kiddush Yudayim Vraglayim, why does it phrase it as immersion in the mikvah? Why doesn't it just say, why doesn't it use a more specific phraseology to speak to Kiddush Yudayim Vraglayim? That ultimately, again, Tvila is, is like Kiddush. How so? So the Gemara says, Ma Kiddush Kadosh, just like Kiddush Yudayim Vraglayim, takes place in a consecrated part of the base of Mikdash, so Tzrabosa, immersion in the mikvah must also take place in a sanctified place in the mikdash, with the exception of first immersion, which takes place where? Sharamayim. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Rabbi Huda, Kiddush Munalei. from where, where does Rabbi Huda learn out the concept of Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim? So Nafkalei mid Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon. He learns from the Trisha Lazar Rabbi Shimon, as we said before. Amrav Chista. So we'll say, the Gemara says as follows. Chista says, Had Rabbi, Rabbi's position, Mafka mid Rabbi Meir or Mafka mid Rabbanon. Rabbi doesn't hold like Rabbi Meir, nor does he hold like the Rabbanon. How so? Mafka mid Rabbanon. He doesn't like the Rabbanon. Why not? The Ilu Rabbanon Amri Kishu Lavush Mekadesh. Remember again, I both said going back to the first um, first immersion. According to the Rabbanon, there is no Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim before the first immersion. According to the Rabbanon. According to Rabbana, by the first immersion that takes place in the Sharamayim, there is only one Kiddush, and that takes place after the immersion, Kishu Lavush Makadish. And that's when the Kohen Gadol, we'll say, remember again, quick Chazara, what is the Kohen Gadol getting dressed in after the first immersion? Excellent. Big day Zav. Because he's about to do what? Tomich Shachar. Excellent. So we'll say, Sidi so says as follows that according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, there's only one Kiddush. When he goes to the mikvah, he comes out, he goes ahead and puts on the big day Zav and does Kiddush Lai Vraglayim. Ve'ihu, but Rebbe himself says, Ve'ihu Amar, Kishu Poshet Mekadish. Rebbe himself holds that there is a Kiddush that happens before the first immersion. That when the Kohen Gadol takes off his big day Chol, his own clothing, before he goes to the mikvah, he does Kiddush Lai Vraglayim then and then goes to the mikvah. So therefore, Rebbe doesn't like the Rabbanon. Umafki mid Rabbi Meir, but Rabbi also doesn't hold the Rabbi Meir. Why not? Either Rabbi Meir, Omer, Hach Kiddush Basra Kishu Lavush. 
Because what's Rabbi Meir hold that the way Rabbi Meir agrees that there is a kiddush that's done prior to the first immersion, but I will say by the first immersion, Rabbi Meir holds like this: that halacha lemaisa, the way it works, when God goes to the right, undresses, does kiddush, goes goes to the mikvah, comes out, dries off, gets dressed in the big days off, and then does kiddush. That is Rabbi Meir's position. Ultimately, again, the Gemara says, Amar Kishu And Rabbi holds ultimately again that Allah does the Kiddush actually again before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just said that. I said that wrong. But before the immersion, before the immersion, Rabbi Meir holds that Allah the Kohen Gadol, does the Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim ultimately again while he is still dressed in his big day hall. Whereas Rabbi holds that Allah First, he takes off his big day hall and then goes ahead and then goes ahead and does the Kiddush and Veraglayim. So, so again, I just want to point out there's two machlokism unfolding over here. Machlokis number one is the general machlokis by immersion number one. Is there a Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim that happens prior to immersion number one? That is a machlokis Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanon and now Rabbi is involved in this also. Rabbanon say no, Rabbi Meir says yes. Then the other machlokis is a general machlokis by Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim, when does it occur? In other words, even with the Tvilos, so we'll say, the Machlokis is only by Tvilos number one, but by Tvilos, by Tvilos four through five, or I should say two through five, everyone agrees that there is a Kiddush when you undress and a Kiddush when you get dressed in the new clothing. The Shaila just is, when is it happening? Does it happen before you undress, after you undress, then does it happen again before, before you get dressed, after you get dressed, so we're going to see that Machlokis. Says, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. You know what the great part is whenever the Gemara says everyone agrees. Everyone agrees means what? Everyone agrees except those who don't. So Modin. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees with the second sanctification. Bekidush means the sanctification you do after the mikvah. Shalovish, that first you get dressed. And afterwards, you do Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim. My time, Adam Akra, O Begish Ta'ala Mizbech. Because the Pasuk says, when they will come close to the Mizbech, Misheinu Mechusra El Agisha. Yot Zezesh Mechusra El Agisha Vigisha. Because we'll say the idea over here is that after the Kohen Gadol gets dressed in his new clothing, he has to be ready for business, right? He has to be ready for service. There can't be anything else that has to happen in between. So, Akharai Yaakov is suggesting that everyone agrees that halacha for the kiddush that happens after the tevila, everyone agrees that halacha lamaisa shalovish That ultimately, again, he gets dressed and then he does the kiddush adayim veraglayim. So the gemara says, "Rav Chista Rav Lo Rav Ashi Lo Rav Chista Isle Rav Rav Ultimately, again, so the Gemara says, Rav Acha, I'm sorry, Rav Acha, Rav said, Rav Ashi, Rav Chista doesn't hold of Rav Acha, and Rav Acha doesn't hold of Rav Chista. Why not? In came the Rebbe, Havalu Chamesar Kiddushin. Because we'll say, if this were to be true, then ultimately, again, according to Rebbe, there would be 15 acts of the Kiddushin. Okay, so we'll say, so therefore, again, the Gemara just says, like I mentioned before, Rav Acha, Yaakov wants to make it sound like everyone holds like him. The Gemara is suggesting that's not necessarily the case. So we'll say, so, so this 
this this closes out this closes out this sugar. We'll have to stop over here for today. We'll pick up in Mirat Hashem. I will say we're going to move through the Avodah, but we're going to start tomorrow morning. I'm going to, we're going to start with the Rambam. I just don't have time to do it today. We're going to start with the Rambam. With the Rambam and Hilchos Avodas Yom Kippurim is going to go ahead and take us through. Just I'm going to actually I'm going to send you a copy of it so you can look at it inside because Rambam does a beautiful job. He doesn't need my approbation, but the, the, the Rambam does a very thorough job of taking this entire sugya and and kind of and 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 solidifying it for us as a solid comprehensive avoda. So we'll see from the Rambam the order, which we already know the order because that's the Chamesh Avodos. But more importantly from the Rambam, we'll see how we paskin in a couple of areas. Number one, is there Kiddush Adayim Vraglayim prior to the first Tevila? We'll see what the Rambam says about that. I don't want to give it away. And number two, and number two, how exactly the Kiddushin took place. Do they take place before undressing, after undressing, before dressing or after dressing? Emirat Hashem tomorrow. Shkarech Hashem.